a Shishkin Productions podcast. Patreon, please. Patreon.com slash. <laughs> please. Chris is, Chris is a passionate plea for money. Please. Please, <laughs> Patreon. Keep us in business. What's up, Sizzlers? Welcome to another episode of the Sizzle Reel Podcast. This is 47. That's my favorite movie. This is 47. 47? We now have more episodes. Well, actually, maybe... Yeah, we now have more episodes than we have presidents, right? Yeah, that's that's facts. That's insane. Like, And, and that's going to be true for at least another few years. And this is for sure 47. This is definitely 47. Okay. I checked this before we started. Okay, cool. So as long as we can do like two or three more episodes, we can keep saying that for like decades decades well the goal's a million so <laughs> if the u.s ever ends up with a million presidents p- someone please reel reel them in because <laughs> i don't know what the hell is happening if this country has uh, gone on for a million presidents worth that'd be pretty impressive i think i think we'll be lucky to make it to 50 um chris yeah what's Alexa. up man yo it's been a hectic week it's been kind of a weird uh, week. technically this is monday for everyone so it hasn't been that hectic yet i guess it, it'll be hectic don't but worry this last week was hectic as hell last week was kind of kind of silly so i don't know it was mostly just hectic for the internet it was but why do we need to let the, v- the listeners know all this right now first we should tell them Oh, yeah. The number they can call. Yeah, good point. Uh, what a tease. So Hectic for the internet. Stay tuned for more. <laughs> uh, yeah, call us. Call us. 332 uh, 331. No, 332. Uh, what is it? 332-333-4361. Perfect. That's, That's the Sizzle one. Reel cold line. Cold line. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we're also, we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram at Sizzle Reel Gang. We're on TikTok, Shishkin Productions. We have a Gmail, Sizzle Reel Gang at gmail.com and most importantly we just wrapped up our second patreoni happy hour if you want to be a part of these happy hours then you need to pay us five dollars a month five dollars a month on patreon patreon.com productions and you can be part of our members only happy hours and you get that and so much more so much more you're going to hear stories about how uh, Chris, I mean, we told we teased this last week. Stories about how Chris uh, smoked crack one time. I didn't. In Costa Rica. No, I didn't tell that story. No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's coming. That's coming down the pipeline. Very special edition. Oh, I get it. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, you know, check it out. Check it out. There's a lot of fun stuff up there. But um, you know, t- yeah, like you were saying, back to the original tease. It was a hectic ass week. It was crazy. It was terrible. I mean, we had tons of uh, internet problems. We had, you know, some client issues here and there. A lot of wasted time. Not very efficient last week. Um, but it's looking like uh, things things are looking up. Things are looking up. You know, I had a great week because I, I spent most of the week just drawing stuff in Illustrator. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm slowly learning in Illustrator. I made some sunglasses and a bear, a hot dog. A hamburger. Wow. An accomplished yeah. artist over here. Yeah. And while over over on the other side of the office, Alexi was putting out fires left and right. Yeah. And uh, I was just really no help at all. I, I would have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was uh, I was making sure all the MLS stuff got delivered. That's true. I mean, you were you were doing the, the soccer. And thing. I, I wrapped up uh, the first NFL game day. Right? Oh, that's right. The first one. Yeah. I Mike had, Vick versus Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, we got we got to like a V3 or four on that one. And then, you know, some finals for, for delivery. And 
I don't know. It for me, it wasn't a a crazy week, but it was. I don't know. It, there was enough stuff going on. Yeah, it was. It was just kind of stressful, like where things should work and they don't. They weren't. They weren't. Yeah. They weren't. And even just like secondhand hearing the the project that you were on, seeing the back and forth, like it frustrated me because it's just a. It's not how post production should go. It's how it always goes. Yeah. But it, I don't know. It's just one of those projects where if they had listened to our our input at the beginning and followed through with it then it would have saved them a lot of money mm-hmm. saved us a lot of hassle mm-hmm. and everyone would have been a lot happier the product yeah. would, would have been better you know what's so funny also is that like specifically they asked for a like we had a call before they did it asking us what we recommend for the process and yep. we told them all the things we recommended and they didn't do any of them yep so it's like so why did we even do this call but I don't know. Like you said, that's kind of uh, that's kind of where things are going. That's that's how it is. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to digital media, I feel mm-hmm. like post production is so frequently an afterthought. It's never a target. It's not something that people work towards. It's always like, well, the target is just making the shoot happen and rolling on as much stuff as we can, and yep. then we'll figure it out. And it's like, ugh. Yep. You know, I don't want to figure it out. I want to. I want to be part of a roadmap. You know what I'm saying? It's it sucks too because it I feel like something similar happened last week or the week before where this was a situation where they they edit the video in a certain way and after like then six the st- revisions then they send it to, to the, the people st- to who, the stakeholders exactly who actually get to make decisions and I'm not talking about a plate at Peter Luger <laughs> no I'm talking about people who have stake in the project yeah um, and I'm not talking about Peter Luger stake I'm talking about S T A K E steak and i'm not talking about the steak that you drive in the heart of a vampire i'm talking about like literally the steaks that are at stake okay you know what i mean no but i mean the, yes i do yeah but so it's like like horses or whatever horses like, yeah that's yeah right. you can teach a horse to fish but you can't fish with the horse or whatever. <laughs> exactly um they 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 send it to the stakeholder late and yeah yeah well and, and then basically the stakeholder is like this is not what the video is supposed to be at all and then we we have to re-edit everything and just like small other like not even miscommunications but total lack of communication where yeah. they're like blurring something out for us on v7 when we're already on v10 and we didn't yeah they didn't tell us they were going to do that like there was no again, yeah it's it's enough but again that goes back to what you were just saying is the the not communicating because as far as they were concerned that was basically final and then yeah. all these notes came back from the stakeholders that were like this is way too long etc mm-hmm. etc so yeah it, it's it, it's it's it just it's just how it how it goes unfortunately i feel like that's how the majority of stuff has been going but um again hopefully we'll get out of uh, remote work land soon i see i, I feel know. like that I, I don't even know how much of that is because of, of remote work because for us we are pretty much always remote like yeah. stuff gets sent out to us like we're in office but for them it's the same exact workflow i think for them it, it's become but like i i don't know i don't really necessarily agree because i think like for them it's become more difficult to communicate because they're not having FaceTime with anyone and they're not ever on set really anymore. Now they're doing the stuff that like we are used to compiling assets, gathering stuff and like not being on set to capture. They have to start learning a whole, not even start at this point, at this point they've been doing it, but they have to adjust to a whole new workflow where to them it's like, 
oh great how do we make something out of pre-existing assets or out of uh you know remotely captured assets we're not we're not there on set to create this you know to 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 monitor the way the shoot's going it's weird though to me like it's been you know a year and a half since we've been working mostly remote and a lot of people just haven't adapted at all like it seems like they refuse to even take the first step in into to making this workflow work better the thing that baffles me is like how there's just like the smallest little things that ends up just going completely unfixed you know what i mean where there are things that have been happening like you said for like 18 months at this point and it's like dude it's easy to 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 fix the way the audio sounds on the zoom call yeah it's very easy like but still to this day companies will do zoom interviews and they'll just like not bother sending a microphone like literally it's you can buy a microphone for fifty dollars yep. and ship it to them with the USB plug, and then you can either you you can remote access their machine or you can just walk them through it. Yep, takes five minutes to click all the right settings, and they're gonna sound good. But instead, what so many people do is just like let the onboard mic happen, and it's like, well, this is gonna sound like shit, right? And I mean, th- these are like multi-million dollar companies that do this. Mm-hmm. You. Literally, for one of the podcasts that we do, you sent everyone a microphone and you you went in and made sure that their settings were right just yeah. last week. Yeah. It's like, why? How come a tiny little post-production house can do that, but a multi-million dollar company just doesn't? Yeah, maybe it's uh, one of those things where like if a company is too big, it's too bulky, there's a lot of bloat and you can't like... You, you, it's harder to it's harder to turn the Titanic than like a little skiff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I guess you ultimately have like actual power in the company because you yeah. own it. If For we, a lot of people who are are working in those bigger companies, they just like don't have they'll they'll the have ability. to be like okay, so now I have to go run this plan by this person, then get this expense approved, go through yep. these four layers of whatever to like we can only use these specific vendors to buy the microphone and specific ones to ship it like they'll have to be approved right and then it's like oh it's technically according to legal we're not allowed to take remote control of others machines if they're not part of the company or something some stupid bullshit i don't know that's bloat for you that's what happens though and um actually that is a great segue into our our months-long battle with Verizon. Oh, We've God. been fighting Verizon. We have we have a very special guest here today to talk about the Verizon fight. She has been the 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 Verizon uh kind of I don't know what's the first person who runs on that horse into battle, the brave heart, I guess, of our company going to fight Verizon. I don't know. You know? I don't know. The 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 battalion captain. The battalion Italian. <laughs> She's not even She's Italian. Not Italian. Amy's back. Amy Gassaway, what's up? What's popping? How's it going? Hey, y'all. What's going on? You made it. I made it. I'm here. I'm back. Back from the battles with Verizon. I picked a hell of a week to be gone. Oh, my God. Yeah, shit went went upside down. I I know you already talked about all of that, but yeah, sorry about that. I I was really just... Don't blame you. Blame the people's birthdays you had to go to. That's true. The the grandma. Fuck you, grandma. The (laughs) nephews. Fuck you, nephews. That's right. (laughs) 
I'm coming for their heads. I don't care, Chris. I don't care either. I don't even know them. <laughs> Sorry, Amy. No, I, I care about your family. Damn. I, I, like well, well, I got to be honest. Ever since Chris started drawing hot dogs, he's really changed. <laughs> he's such a cool guy now. <laughs> he, he is a cool guy. I mean, earlier I requested a custom panda. That's and true. Five minutes later, I have a panda was, on my desktop. It's actually really impressive. He took the thing he traced and then copied it and put it on top <laughs> of someone else's photo and then drew a little black blob on it. Well, it, well, it looks it looks great. And, Pretty you know, it's stuff. not every day you get a, a custom drawing like that on, on demand. Pretty so. impressive stuff, Chris. Thank you. I've been working really hard on my craft. Um, No, but the thing with this Verizon thing, right? So attempt number four at getting yes. Fios installed. Also fell apart. Yep. It was, uh, I'm not, I don't want to blame the sales rep. I don't want to blame. I don't want to blame. But the sales rep is, uh, I, I mean, it's kind of making things harder. Than yeah. The experience be, of yesterday and, and I wasn't here. So I, okay, let me stop saying yesterday. The experience of the fourth attempt at the installation I wasn't here in person for. I will say to play the devil's advocate, he has been very nice to me. And oh, he was great. The he's, only he's person nice who was able to give me any answers. Um, I can't tell you how many times I, I called Verizon and was passed around to many different people. I had to explain what was happening. And he was the one who was immediately able to get answers every time. Mm-hmm. Um but yes, it's extremely frustrating. We it, it's like we're in uh what's it? Groundhog's Day. We're like yeah. Groundhog's Day of trying to get Verizon, but this is not a joke. Like it's our business, and it's very. The wildest part is that like <laughs> it just seems like it's some unlucky bit of timing every time. Yeah, because he was saying that earlier this week. Someone got their Verizon FiOS installed. Yep. See, he said that, it took like five hours, but they got it installed. That frustrates the shit out of me because that's what happened at the beginning Mm -hmm. so i i don't know if you've talked about the verizon saga on here i don't know if we have so just just for context we moved into this new office the first week of june yeah Uh, we had seen it the week before with our own eyes we saw that there was a verizon fios ont box in here and that we were going to have access to it right well we move in the next week and it's not there the uh, the previous tenant had taken home the Verizon box, not realizing it, you know, didn't belong to them. Right. But they returned it, so that's fine. But in that time, someone stole the port that allowed us to access the fiber, and this building is already maxed out on its on the number of fiber it can run. Right. So I think it has twenty four ports, and, and the, all twenty four are taken. And the building has like probably fifty something. Yeah, tenants. like fifty or sixty yeah. tenants. And uh, so we had to go to Spectrum. Spectrum is shit. It sucks. It's it's terribly slow, unreliable, goes out all the time. And and I think we pay like two hundred dollars a month. Am we I wrong? We pay more than what the Verizon would cost us because every time they try to install, we get a quote summary of services, which is basically what our bill would look like. And it's less money than what we pay for Spectrum. It's crazy. Like, it's insane. Because I, I, I was talking to Spectrum Billing today on the phone. And, like, if anyone out there, first of all, is anyone listening? But <laughs> if, if, if there's anyone no. out there, Ben, I'm talking to you. Evan, talking to you. Braxton, if you guys want fast internet, don't go with Spectrum. Nope. Because no. what they're going to do is they're going to make you pay mad money. Then they're going to say, 
Oh, it's Kramer. up to a gig. Oh, you get up to a gig, but then you do the tests and you rarely get over a hundred megabytes. And you're like, what do you mean up to a gig? I like, do wonder because we have spectrum business. I wonder if their residential service actually does go up to a gig. I'm not really sure, but I doubt it, it, it is bullshit that that's how they advertise it. And they charge so much money. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's like over two hundred dollars a month. I'm not. I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah, like it literally is over. It's $200 over two hundred dollars. Um, so anyway, we've had Verizon come out like three times, and they they can't. They just can't do anything. A lot of our orders get canceled because of some weird coding issue on their back end. Like they yeah. just can't come out to us because because of the bloat. Well, it's and, the fucking bloat. And now, and now at this point, our unit is flagged in their system. So anytime they try to make an order, it's like, oh no, we know what's up with that unit. They they don't have Verizon. We Ex- can't give it to them. Exactly. So now when we put in, or up, up until last week, whenever we put in an order, it would automatically get canceled because of our, our unit number and they know that it doesn't work and that we can't get Fios. So they just, the system automatically cancels it. Well, our... Directly upstairs neighbors just moved out last week and we knew for a fact that they had Fios. So the the building manager basically just threw their their fiber out the window and it's literally I'm looking at it right now. We just pulled it in through our window. That's right. And we had the Verizon rep set up an appointment and he said the way to do it uh, is to. Pretend that we're that unit. Exactly. So that's unit 224. We're unit 105. The address was listed as 224 for service yesterday. So the Verizon person came, talked to 224, said there was nothing that they could do. Didn't didn't talk to us, which I kind of understand because mm-hmm. he doesn't know that it's 105. Right. Uh, they left. Alexi went out, wrangled some other Verizon guy who yeah, was there. There happened to be two Verizon people at the building that yeah, day. Yeah. Completely independent. Bloat. Yeah. Well, because bloat. they're supposed to be here installing new ports and running new fiber. I always see them here, but we still don't have any more fiber. So it's um it's it's a whole it's a whole fucking mess, dude. I I yeah. can't I can't even so begin to believe it. The 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 way that it went once we actually had the tech in here, he has a little device that he plugs into the fiber. He gets a reading on it to figure out like if he can install it and activate it, and it kept saying that it needs two ONTs. So he can, and he he was like, I've never seen this before. I don't understand it at all. After a bunch of back and forth with two people on speakerphone talking to each other, and L- literally, I don't know if Chris explained, told you about all that. That's ridiculous. We definitely need to explain it. Uh, on so the, on the so pod. okay. So well, first of all, an ONT is the the box. It looks like a router, basically for anyone who doesn't know, should just pretend it's a router. So it's a network terminal. It's a I network think. term. It's a thing your router's plugged into. Yeah. So the the system was telling him. He was like, this is weird. It's telling me we need to install two of these boxes. So then the tech calls his supervisor yep. and puts his supervisor on speaker. So then it's me, the tech and the supervisor all talking. Then I call because I don't know anything about this shit. So I call. They're like, who booked this? This uh, this this service. The service. Yeah. And I was like, I don't fucking know. So I call the sales guy who booked everything for us. So then it's me. I have the sales guy on speaker on my phone. The tech has his his uh, manager or whatever on speaker on his phone. We're holding our two cell phones next to each other so the guys can talk on speaker to each other. And I was just looking at Chris. I was like, this is crazy. Like, what is happening right now? Like, I can't believe that that any of this can happen. 
And yeah, I mean, they said to install two. And yeah, so so we were able to figure it out. Uh, the the first tech had to leave, and they brought in another tech. After a lot of back and forth, we figured out what we think is happening is the person upstairs, even though they just moved in, they already have an order for Verizon FiOS to be installed this in unit two twenty four. So and there this were two. Makes me so frustrated it's so stupid so there's two open orders for 224 so the fiber is saying that it needs two ont's which can't be done and basically we are once again shit out of luck because yep. the upstairs neighbor is going to get fios installed before which us. is so stupid we it's have so been frustrating here. this yeah. is three months ongoing three months ongoing it's and crazy we ha- we don't have verizon yet fuck you verizon and and really i just want to talk to the first person who stole our internet like who stole our port that's i just want to talk to mr verizon <sighs> himself maybe and throw yeah. him down some stairs or something but I will say, as of 5 p.m. today, we have a new order placed. So hopefully on the next episode, we will have Verizon installed. Um, Look, thoughts and prayers, everyone. When is it it scheduled for? I don't even know. Because the thing is, the next episode is technically Tuesday. So I don't know if we're going to have by then. (laughs) Well, Um, thoughts and prayers. One thing that I did want to say is that like the part that that really fucked me up the most was how many times that first tech was like like they just there's so much red tape like the tech would have to talk to his supervisor to approve to do something or then like everything was connected and he's like you got a signal it's all connected everything reads however this one part of the company like on the back end won't allow the signal to come through so i have to wait on hold for an hour to figure out why it's like like the the literal verizon tech has to call verizon and wait on hold like all of us scrubs that is insane like that's how you know your company is way too fucking big that's insane it's like dude break that company the fuck up so it actually works man Mm -hmm. like it's not it's craziness dude it's it's some uh What's it called? Some monopolistic garbage, really, in reality. Yep. It's super Indeed. frustrating. The um, the second tech was really helpful because he, he kind of figured out exactly what was going on. And he ended up calling the, uh, or we, we, we put him on speaker with the, with the sales rep. And they kind of hashed some things out and at least put together a plan moving forward. But I still, I don't think it's going to fix anything. And it's just so frustrating because like, like you said before, last week someone got fios installed in this building yeah. how how just, did yeah, that happen we keep missing it i don't understand like Nuts. honestly part of me feels like it's on the landlord to absolutely to, to prevent people from from at this point like, you can't yeah. tell people that you have fios because we are supposed to get it before anyone else does how yeah. does a new a brand new tenant get it before we do and the fact is the building does not have fios because if a building has fios that means fios is there's a um, designated port for every, every unit every and that's tenant, not the case yeah. here so it's trash. they are lying you know what that's what they do these real estate people they lie to you they lie and we've, they lie. And we've been paying them rent and uh annie's been ghosting me lately has really? responded to me in the last yeah. week yeah so it's some bullshit <sighs> um but we'll figure it all out um but look let's do this let's take a quick little break and when we come back we're gonna talk about i need to last week's breath. last week's big news adobe acquiring frame 
Do you ever want to fall asleep to candlelight? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I, just leave it burning all night. Uh, you know, I do that more times than I would like to admit. Yeah, I do that with the oven sometimes. You cannot leave a candle burning before you go to bed, but you should probably put on a candle to wind down. It's nice. It's lovely to just have a, a, a good scent. It relaxes you. It puts you in a good place mentally. You think of it like a little nightcap. Nightcap. That's one of my favorite scents from Smells Like. What? They have a scent called nightcap? Yeah, it's Merlot, black cherry, patchouli, and amber. Patchouli and amber. That sounds like a sitcom from the 70s, doesn't it? I bet it's a hilarious one that makes me feel good. And you kind of would want to fall asleep watching that sitcom. Well, you can. Go to SmellsLikeBK.com, put in promo code SIZZLE, you get 20% off. And you go ahead and follow Smells Like BK on Instagram. That's at smells underscore like BK. And don't forget, promo code SIZZLE. And make sure you turn that candle off before you go to sleep. Welcome back, Sizzlers. Now, I know we teased something about Adobe and Frame, Mm -hmm. but uh, keep listening because we're going to talk about something else first. Yeah, we discovered this uh, this thing the other week. Um, it's called uh, Vocal Remover, vocalremover.org. And there's a couple other similar websites as well. Yeah, like la la l dot AI, la 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 I, right? La la l dot AI. Um, basically, these are, um, I guess they're algorithms or AI driven um, kind of applications where you can put in an mp3 and in like within in under a minute it'll go through them scan them figure out how to take the vocals out of it and create two split tracks an instrumental and an acapella and uh it does it in real time and it's the craziest thing it, it's a, it's like the applications of it blow my mind like it's probably great for djs and stuff like that it's great for karaoke great for karaoke you can make your own karaoke tracks but also Great for reels. So like if you need to like remix a, a song for a reel and you want to like maybe have the beat drop out or have the vocals come in, you can do all of that. Yep. And it's, it's pretty awesome. So we asked Amy to pick a song. Um, Amy picked a song and then Chris vetoed it. <laughs> no, I, I didn't veto Chris it. Vetoed you it. vetoed the waterfalls. You ve- no, you vetoed Chris the first said, I'm song. I'm picking waterfalls. No, you vetoed both songs. I vetoed both songs. I just slow. I just picked weird songs for this particular. Chris picked waterfalls though. Yeah, I did. <laughs> That's and true. So, Which we love. We were all like, oh yeah, waterfalls. Look, we just fed it through the the thing. So this is what I came up with. Let's see if it even worked. This is all happening right here. So um, I'm going to play it and I'll be turning the vocals on and off, the music on and off. See if it works. How crazy is that? What? That's wild. How crazy That's is wild. That? It's pretty cool. Oh it, wow! And it's, that... It just like with you take any MP3. I ripped this MP3 off YouTube for uh, for other purposes. I did not do that, but yeah. let's say I did it. Just experimental. Like, I ripped this MP3 off YouTube and just put in this low quality shitty MP3 through this thing. And it can do stuff like that. That's bonkers. That's that's a really valuable tool to have, especially like you said, if you're a DJ or I guess a content creator. I think for DJ applications, it's insane, though. Absolutely. Because like you can wow. you can just build out an acapella library like that, like with whatever song you want. 
It's pretty wild. Vocalremover.org is what this Vocal one I use. Vocalremover.org. I need to remember But that. I was like, man, I'm going to sign up for the paid model where what's I can, the difference between paid and free the free one you can only do so much at yeah, one time like, like you, a they maximum limit the file amount. size a maximum file length or like uh, you can only do a few songs from yeah. one ip address for like the day and then I like see. it resets after some hours That's, or something like yeah, that not bad to pay for though i but, actually yeah. uh i i used it for an edit just this past week like right after learning about it so go. so part of the, the the versus videos is i have to source highlights basically from youtube and a lot of these sports highlights i mean pretty much all of them you never have the clean audio feed and that's what i'm using why i want the highlights is for the, the little breakout you know, announcer calls uh, but they always have a beat or something underneath them. They're always like a highlight mixtape, like right. trying trying to be super cool or whatever. Right, trying to make a hype. Exactly, exactly. And it, it's, I mean, it's cool for that purpose, but for my purpose, it fucking sucks. It's terrible. So I ran a couple of these highlight videos through that. And like, I will say the audio quality wasn't amazing. Like it, it was a little bit tinny, the, a lot of the announcers, but mm-hmm. uh, I think that's partially a function of it's a shitty YouTube rip in the first place, right. but it was still good enough that I could use those rips where I, I isolated the vocals from the announcers and that made it into the video and it sounded better. You know, another thing that I just thought of it's along those same exact lines is if you are working on a video, like maybe a sizzle reel of some sort mm-hmm. and you have all of this content that came from a bunch of different places and then maybe you hit up the client and you go, hey, do you have a clean version of this? Because I would like it without the music. They go, oh, we didn't make this in-house. Someone else made it. We never got a clean version and we can't hit them up and get it because it happened like four years ago. Yep. Then you can, you guys just did the exact same motion. That looks crazy. Um, but then you can hit them up and, and you can say, hey, uh, you know, oh, you can't get the clean version. Let me try to pop this through vocal remover. Yep. See if I can get a clean version out of it. It's pretty cool because, uh, I mean, it's basically like getting stems after the fact. Yeah, it's insane. And my thing is like this is a free version of the software. And, it, you know, in the grand scheme of things, this is the very nascent stages of this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Give this 15 or 20 years and this type of function is going to be built into all NLEs, probably built oh, into yeah. so many things. And it's going to work better than this even, I'm assuming. Oh, definitely. I mean, if the, if this is what you can get from just a free service on, on the web, mm-hmm. imagine like actually paying for it and giving it a few years to develop. Yeah, it's going to be fucking nuts. Um, All right. Uh, shall we get to the the big heavy hitter story? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Adobe announced a deal to don't, acquire. Don't, don't say how much, though. I want her to guess. OK. Adobe announced a deal to acquire Frame.io, a cloud-based video collaboration platform and a transaction worth. What do you think? Uh, Five million. Higher. Like you can go way higher. Much higher. A hundred million. Higher than that. A billion. One point two seven five billion dollars. That is yeah. so much money. Can you believe that frame how is, is worth, worth a billion that dollars? Much? How do they like how do they come up with this number? How did they decide that frame is worth one point something billion dollars? That's what and I'm is it really saying. worth that much? That's why I always say that we should sell this company eventually for a lot yep. of money because like who cares? Like and, it's all made up. Any service or any product, <laughs> you know what it's worth? It's worth what someone will pay for whatever. it. Whatever. Yeah, it's worth whatever. That's, you know that's what I mean? A fact. And you know, Adobe, by doing this, they, you know, get to expand their I don't want to call it a monopoly because it's not, but like they are probably the biggest presence in post production. 
and they're they're continuing along that path by buying frame yeah um, i mean we use frame every single week it is for us it is the easiest way to send out videos for client review and approval yeah uh it, it's a really useful service it can be buggy sometimes but i mean everything i mean buggy. yeah and i mean do we even plus it's going to fit into the adobe ecosystem nicely because it's so buggy. <laughs> exactly you know it's, it, <laughs> it's funny too because i feel like we were talking just earlier this week even with mike bliss about hey do you ever use the uh the frame.io plugin for for adobe yeah. and then the next day this was announced next day wow. they bought it it's great. Well, they must have been listening to while us. we're talking about, you know, companies going up for sale, like Alexi said, if anybody out there is looking to yeah, buy a amazing, well-established post house with mm -hmm. great clients and, and 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 like a really strong corporate culture and, and, a, and good team. Absolutely. Yeah. Very professional. Because you can buy the team. What comes with the what, you know. Talking about for the right price. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For I mean, sure. I, I'm talking about the assets and all that, whatever. That's one thing. What's priceless is the team that we've built, the creative talent and the the workflow, and just like knowing each other so yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm being serious. <laughs> no, no, no. I am that's too. where all the value comes from. I agree. Because yeah. I'm assuming, well, with Frame, it's a little different, but because they do, a, they just provide like a a real like. A service you know they, not a creative service they're like a technical service yeah they're a very but specific service i feel like the team is what drives up the value of a company maybe i'm wrong but i think it should yeah. you know whether it does or not i think probably uh, depends on the company probably part of it is also the clients that we would come with i think has something to do with That's it point. like yeah. the the guaranteed work more or less yeah, because yeah. I mean, if we if, if we can run a company and come up in the black every year, then why wouldn't another company want to just add that to their assets? Add that revenue. Yeah. yeah, it's a good point, man. See, this is we need to you need to start going into these meetings and selling people on stuff. You're busy drawing hot dogs. Why don't you fucking send some emails? <laughs> Get us bought, dude. Get us acquired. I'm a creative thinker. I'm bad at communicating. I don't know. I feel like you could be a good business guy. You think I th you think Chris? I think Chris could be a good. Yeah, business guy. I, he's I hard to read. Am it's I? tough. You we never just know gotta what the like throw, throw like a button down on him and you know send him. Look, out I, there. I was in a fraternity. I know Robert's rules of order. I, I can I can do the business thing. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, you can. There in. we go. That's what we that's what we need to hear. Because you could actually blend in and do the business like a like a frat boy, like a mm -hmm. like a finance business. I, I person. look like I belong. I would do. I could walk in there and try to do business as like a, a punk. But like when I walk <laughs> in there, it's like it's very obvious that I'm not that. Although I like it. I think it's fun. I'm, I, I'm like that. a reformed corporate Christian. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Reformed Christian. Corporate reformed corporate Christian. That's Born again about right. corporate. Born again corporate Christian. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, but but I, I can I can go back to my my ways that I was, you know, raised up in the corporate environment. Um I think you could knock it out, yeah. I mean, really look, here's what it comes down to. We gotta convince Matt King to buy the company. Yeah, you think that's what so? it comes down to. I, I, I thought he was trying to get out of this whole thing. Yeah, but if he buys our company, then he can sell it somewhere else. I think we should <laughs> come up with a package situation. I think in the long run, that would be uh, more financially beneficial for us. Yeah. If we just want to get out, then yeah, we'll just sell it to somebody and they can sell it. Yeah, I mean, but I don't mind getting Matt King to, you know, to bundle with us. But, you know, it, he's going to bring most of the value. 
Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm selling us short, but I feel like he brings most of the value. Well, I'm just, uh, I mean, does Matt King have that kind of capital for what we're looking for? Does he really want to spend it on us? I think he could, I think he could afford it. Okay. I don't know if that's true, but we'd have to set it, figure out a payment plan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't, we should, see, Matt King was supposed to come on today, but then he bailed. He, he, he bailed. He's at his beach house. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I think he, he does can have definitely afford to buy That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, one point. Nearly $1.3 billion for Frame.io. It's kind of wild considering that I maybe maybe time has just been flying by, but I feel like Frame.io can't be more than like six years old. No, it launched in March 2016. Yeah. I, I first started using it maybe late 2018, early 2019. Like it's only been a part of my workflow for two or three years, but... It immediately situated itself as an integral part. I, I remember seeing the launch video when it happened and I said, oh, this is pretty cool. We'll see where this goes. And then well, <laughs> it was uh, August, I think, of 2016 that I started using it. They I mean, they have some really impressive technology. And just recently, like in the last six months or so, they launched a, a C2C service, camera to cloud, where your shit goes right to frame right after shooting. Like, I I don't know if it encodes oh, proxies or cool. what, uh, but that way, you know, you don't have to, I'm sure you still have to ingest, but people can get, get access you can to those start files with the immediately. Right yep, away. Exactly. And people can start making notes on them and shit. So by the time they're actually ingested, yep. Ah, that's, that's actually really brilliant. It's pretty great. Maybe that's Adobe. One of Adobe's plays there is because of that. Maybe they're excited to. They're just getting their fingers get in every part of the workflow. In the production part of it. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe what if Adobe makes a camera one day? That I'm surprised they haven't, to be honest. I know they're software and that is like mostly what they do. But I mean, cameras are software too these days. At this point, honestly, they kind of are. I got to check with Vince to see if he's upgraded the firmware on this camera. I know he's having a hell of a time trying to do it last week. And I, <laughs> I don't know if you ever succeeded. I don't know. It, shouldn't that be pretty easy? Don't these cameras connect to the internet? Hey, dude, look. Uh, hey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> don't get the firmware. I don't know. But my look, uh, yeah, they, it's probably pretty easy, but you never know what what could go wrong. I figure you just got to download the firmware onto a card, put yeah. it on the... Maybe you don't even need to do that anymore. I, that's I, that's how I used to put Magic Lantern on my little my little cannons. And every every single time I would flash the firmware, I'd be like, oh, please don't break the camera. Please don't break the camera. Please don't break the camera. Please break. don't break my heart. Camera. You know what I'm saying? Um, don't break my heart. My achy, breaky heart. Damn, this is just Call a, response. It's a singing, I love it. It's a singing podcast now. Um, Amy, what uh, what's up? What do you got going on this week before we wrap this up? What's, uh, what's popping? Well, I'm just or getting... even this month. I'm just, uh, just getting back from a trip to see family, which is always fun, but... But disorienting what, a but bit. what's what's coming up though what is coming up um well we have a really busy month coming up uh in the office where we're doing our little company corporate retreat team mm -hmm. building that's true uh, we have a oh, scavenger hunt that's big. yeah i'm very excited i don't want to talk about it too much because yeah. i know you're keeping the surprise we're just teasing and i don't want to i know it's really hard for you it's to tough. not it's to tough. not tell us um well we can tell them the dates it's gonna be uh around it's from september 9th to september 12th uh and so um after that after that time is when well y'all will hear 
what went down. Yeah, and may- maybe the week before we'll give a little bit more of a preview of of the week. Yeah, we'll give a preview. Maybe but we that can preview... like lay out the itinerary, and then yeah. we can fill everybody in on how it went. Yeah, we'll lay out the itinerary, but that's gonna post on Feb on September thirteenth. So oh. you'll have to wait another week to hear what really happened. But it's gonna be a fun time, regardless. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited because our team grew from last year, so now we yeah. have. A few more people joining so it should be a good time um and then we have a, a big trip coming up at the end of september oh that's right we got the tree fort job yeah tree fort's back um hopefully delta doesn't keep rising i don't know yeah, we'll see what happens we'll, we'll see we're um, you know taking it day by day just seeing <laughs> what happens in the news um I've actually got to do as of this when this posts, if whenever people are listening to it, I will most likely be working on Tree Fort PSAs. Wow! Oh, I thought they did those already. They did. Um, they did ads for the Boise Airport. Um, got but it. the next thing is they're doing these PSAs with the artists, where they're basically going to be telling people to go get vaccinated. What was the the delivery for the the airport? That was kind of silly. Not silly, but was, outdated. Uh, oh, oh, is that they needed like MP4? Oh, MP4 files. H264 in an MOV wrapper or something yeah, like that? Yeah, that sounds about right. Something bizarre. I was like, all right, well, I guess we'll do you it. Know, I never be, heard back, so it must have worked. It, it was because of that actually happening that I, the last time I was in an airport last week, I looked at the, the ads in the airport. I, I, I've never really paid attention before. So. Same. I, Advertising I, doesn't work on you. I never paid attention to airport ads either. I was like, I've seen the ones that are like just pictures, like billboards, but I was like, there's no videos in airports, but I guess there are. There are. It is. It is true. Um, Yeah. Tree Fort and and, uh, Philly. Those are two things that are coming up. Tree Fort and Philly. And then there's going to be a ton of ton of work, just a ton of. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really busy month. I mean, priorities, I would say. Getting. Verizon installed and uh, just completing the office. I mean, it's Mm. looking great. I can't believe how far we've come and we have just a few more little things to do to make it really feel it's shaping up home. It it looks like next week we're going to be painting this little podcast studio ourselves. We're just going to do it ourselves. We're just going to do it ourselves. We'll take some pictures while we're doing it. Maybe we'll post them on the um, Patreon on the. Oh, yeah, we put on Patreon. I was thinking we just give them away for free, though. Eh, All right. But we can make a little fun piece of content to put on the Patreon for Ben. Well, we'll do like a time lapse. (laughs) Just for Ben. Just for for you, Ben, to to, to watch. Ben didn't even show up to the happy hour. Yeah, well, he was... I think he was a little jet lagged. He's traveling. Um, He's a he's a traveling man these days. Whatever. He should have arranged his schedule around it. Hundred percent. I agree with you. I'm not saying you're wrong. He's wasting that five dollars right now. I'm just showing you what his his uh his excuse would have been no 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 sympathy no No sympathy no sympathy no No understanding for me. I refuse. I have one thing that I have to do uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks is I have to find $12,000 in work because I overestimated the invoices I was sending today. And 
So now I need to make up that twelve thousand dollars. It's true. You so had me and Chris all riled I, I up. I had we myself so all riled up. So if anybody needs some post production work or some podcasting or audio work done, uh, please hit me up yep. with so Amy this- at shishkinproductions.com. Um, I'll be happy to you know to help you out and. That was that is, is this money that we need to no. break even, or just because you're upset that you miscalculated? And now you that want I, that money back. Well, I'm upset that I miscalculated and then made an announcement because I thought it was such a great number. Well, I was in, like, guys, it, listen. In between the announcement and then the correction, I had spent twelve thousand dollars of it already. <laughs> so, guys, I'm I'm in was, desperate need here. So, it was, uh, it was, I'll it, be really busy trying to scramble. I mean, it's not that hard to find. T- you're gonna, you're gonna make like an egg and scramble. Yes, I'll be scrambling. Why don't we just? I was gonna say you're gonna make like Lamar Jackson and scramble. Say, yeah, it's pretty Michael good. Dick. I was gonna say why don't we just uh, add that twelve thousand to our um, to our valuation? There we apparently go. you can just pick whatever. I these guess. Days. I guess. Um, oh, and uh, good news, my Wayfair order has shipped. So. Oh my god. I'm about <laughs> to have a fucking shelf finally by my desk. You're gonna have a shelf. Like a bookcase type thing. Damn. Um, all right. Well, I guess we should wrap it up. Chris, where can the people find us? Oh, shit. I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> I forgot the number again. Is it 332? 331? No. No, no, no. Here. 332? 333? Yeah, we're talking about 331. Let me give... I've said it so many times. So we were making business cards this week, and I'm like so confused, and I have a different prefix to my number. I'm a 203. Everyone else is... Needed four phones or something. Yeah, like that. definitely. We don't, we don't need any um, more phones. Ever since Chris started like becoming an artist and drawing <laughs> shit, his his whole mindset has changed. Uh, is it three three two three 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 four three six two one? Yeah, yes, that's correct. That's yeah. Triple threes. Okay, three three two three 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 forty three sixty one. That's this is a real cold line. And you, you you guys, why should... isn't it a hotline? Because it's cold. It goes straight to voicemail. Yeah. Well, no one should pick it up. But the voicemail is hot. Voicemail's hot. But the line's cold. Oh, yeah, but. But please call. No one's called us in like three weeks, and we're you we're fuckers. <laughs> we're literally waiting around for your voicemails. We have no content right now. We please, are fl- we are flailing out Get, here. Give us give us a question about post production. Do a character. You throw just a chicken in the insult pool? us. I don't care. That's I know. what we're a like. Chicken in a pool. We're like a chicken in a pond. We're just flailing. We can't swim. Chickens can't fl- swim. That's an Doubt interesting. That's float? an interesting visual. They probably float. Yeah, do duck, probably, do probably ducks float. swim or do they float? I guess they swim. They kick their little ducks. Little duck can, feet. Ducks like to dip below the ocean to try. Yeah, to yeah ducks, are, dip. ducks are good in the water. They, I bet they you can swim. They can like float. a duck to water. Like a like water to a duck, <laughs> like a chicken to a pond. Um, uh, we're now also, I kind of want to see a chicken in a pond. We can set uh, it whip, up. One, whip one up in an well, illustrator. Say, yeah. Well, you whip one up in an illustrator, and we'll try it out in Jersey <laughs> at, at the retreat. Um, Chris, oh sorry, I kept cutting you off. Three three two three 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 forty three sixty one. This is a real cold line. We're right. also on Twitter and Instagram yes. at Sizzle Real Gang. Tweet us, and tweet us, DM us, oh, fleet mind. us, and yeah. what? I, I, I was going to say TikTok, but that's the Shishkin Productions. The Shishkin Productions TikTok is about to it's start back up. No, yeah. it's it, it, we had a summer break. Yeah, hiatus. spring break Valuable as well. Valuable information there, though. But, but, I've just, but people I've been, are loving the content. I've so. been writing them. I've been writing them. Writing new ones. So we got new ones coming up. And cool. the tips are going to go... 
not only edit tips now. We're about to expand into like tips. general production tips. Oh, yeah. okay. Life uh, tips? Effects. <laughs> could do life tips, yeah. I don't know how much you want to listen to me about those, but they're there. Uh, shit, what, what else are we on? I think that's pretty much it. The Patreon, Gmail, of course. Uh, Patreon, Patreon, please. Patreon.com slash... <laughs> please. Chris is, Chris is impassioned plea for money. Please. Please, the Patreon. Keep us in business. Uh, Shishkin Productions on, on Patreon. And there's good stuff on there. It's a lot of fun. We're, we're going to... I'll put I'll put my illustrator files on there for you to look at and, oh, and make fun of. Why not? Good. You can you can see the behind the scenes of there how I go. how I fuck around. I the, might I'll share my panda, my custom panda. Um, Guys, if twenty four hundred people sign up for the Patreon, I'll be good with the twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> so please, twenty four hundred of you, just twenty four hundred. Yeah, you know what? Small I, number. You know what I should it's do? Very small number. Or you with Illustrator should make uh, an Instagram story. That just is like a call to action to sign up for the Patreon, and then Vince can just post that once, like a week or something like that. Okay. But you know, I just want to point out, and Ben, I hope you're still listening to this. Uh, ben pays five dollars a month. Yeah. For some reason, we're only seeing four dollars of that, so I think Patreon's taking a dollar. Wait, just seriously? Saying. Just saying. Oh. Maybe we should up it to six dollars so we can get our five. <laughs> ben, you hear that? <laughs> so, yeah, back Ben's to like, zero. that's too much. Say, back to zero. <laughs> um, so we've total from Patreon, I think so far, made twelve bucks. Nice. And uh four dollars from the podcast. Four dollars. Yeah. From from ad reads. We still need to do more ad reads. We're about to record I, them right after this. I said that last week. We didn't do it. <laughs> we're gonna do it this time. I don't think we are. I promise we will. We'll do it on you know Tuesday. Because we're about to sign right off. Peace, everybody. See ya. Bye. Here, I'm Braxton. I'm Tia. I'm Lauren. I'm Chris. And we're bringing you the Group Text Podcast. We are four black cousins texting all day, every day about everything going on from the streets to the tweets. And, you know, we're bringing the group text to the podcast world. Yep. Talking about why America is trash, but also why you should have hope. We're recapping everything pop culture, current events, and what's viral this week. And even hitting you with some life advice, like when you should knock if they buck. Yep, and we'll be keeping score, seeing if city boys or city girls are up. City girls are always up. City girls make them wish like Ray J. <laughs> the Group Text Podcast, brought to you by the Shishkin Productions Network. Join our group text every Friday, wherever you listen to podcasts. A Shishkin Productions Podcast.